Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dog Check with me, Max Loeb, and Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you today? I'm doing well. Good to be here. Get to talk about the Browns a little bit and, and what we're looking forward to. Yeah, because we, we do have a lot to look forward to. They play, by the time you guys are hearing this, they'll be playing tonight, Thursday night. But they uh, they play the Eagles. It's going to be interesting. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is starting. Um, but Josh Dobbs is not playing. So, again, it's, you know, Dobbs still the second guy. At least that's what it seems like. But what, what are you thinking about for, for this upcoming game, Eric? What sticks out to you the most? You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what DTR does as a as a starter. I mean, yeah. you don't know who uh, – if they're going to play their first defense in, in Philly or not. But at the same time, he gets the chance to go out there with the first group or whoever that first group is and and, and command the offense. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he does with, in, in those regards. I mean, he's been playing well. And so hopefully, I mean, in, in his mind, I'm sure he's trying to get the second spot. You know, he wants to make the team, of course, but he's thinking the second spot. So it's his time to shine as, as, a, as the quarterback. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think the Browns are kind of handing him the keys to the third spot right now and saying, go get the second spot. And I yeah. think it's. Yeah, I mean, and they drafted him for a reason. And yeah. once again, every time I talk about it, I, I like the fact that for the most part, all four of these quarterbacks are the same guy. I mean, obviously, some are better at other things than, than others, but. They're, they can do the same thing. So we don't have to change the offense when you're calling plays. And I like that. And so in, in looking at DTR and what he's done the first two weeks, I, I, I think he could be a guy, if if it's not uh, Josh Dobbs, to to be the, the second guy if something happened with Deshaun. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't think Dobbs looked great last week. It was, it was a little shaky. Um, I thought Mon was a little bit shaky. He obviously led that touchdown at the very end of the game, but – like I DTR was good. Like he was good. He was delivering the ball on time. He was ad-libbing if he needed to, like he was good. And I, I think that if he keeps playing like that, it's going to be tough. Well, he'll, he'll make the roster. That's for sure. But it, it'll be a battle for the second quarterback spot. I think. Yeah. I think in, in, in Josh Dow's defense, uh, he hasn't played really. And yeah. so, and so he, he's got a little rust on him as far as, as game speed and all that. Whereas DTR has played in every game. Yep. And so he's getting he's getting used to the speed. He's getting used to the timing uh, with his guys based on the speed of the, the actual game. With Josh Dobbs and, and, and Deshaun obviously have only been doing it in practice, which is never the same speed as a, as a game. So uh, I look forward to seeing what if, if Josh gets any time like in the next game and what he yeah. does with that. Yeah, and honestly, I think if DTR plays well, he probably will. The other thing we got to look at, and I'm looking at specifically again, is Cade York. Like we talked about it last week, he missed. Uh, can't remember how long it was, but a moderately long field goal in the in the last game against Washington. Like this is something that you know, insanity is repeating the same mistake over and over, and that's what's starting to happen with Cade York. Right. I mean, and we drafted him because he had the big leg. We we yep. saw him in college hit the the long field goals to win games, right? And so we drafted him high. In, in hopes that he would be doing that in a Cleveland Browns uniform. And he did that the first week. Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, uh, it, it was up and down. And so we, we've got to develop some consistency in, in that kicking game because you need all three phases to win games. And that's where we have, we've been lacking in the last couple of years. We haven't clicked on all three phases at the same time. And so mm -hmm. we, we've won games 
because our defense or offense played well, but it's never been a, a game where our special teams have really stood out and, and, and made the difference. And so it's time for us to, to get consistent with that. He has to make these field goals, these what we would consider everyday field goals. He yeah, because that's his job. We, we, it's not we expect him to make them. I mean, it's it's not an easy job, but it's his job, right? Yeah. It's, it's just like if a quarterback goes out there and throws a ball in the dirt, we're going to complain about it. So at the, at the same time, we need something. We need maybe we should get Phil Dawson to go in there and help him. I Why mean, not? You know, right? I'm, that's what I say all the time. Get somebody who actually does it to teach them how to do it. I mean, yeah. you have a team's coordinator, but he's not a kicking coach. He coordinates the game plan as far as how we're going to return, where we're going to kick to, to yep. in regards to their return. He doesn't actually teach the guys how to kick. Bring somebody in there who can, who focuses on that and get them in the proper mind space. We've done it for a long time. Bill Dawson, in my opinion, would be the perfect guy. And I mean, that's his former team. He'd be willing to do it, I think. And so that's that's what I think he needs right now because for, for me, it's not about ability in K York, K York's ability, it's about his headspace now. Mm. I couldn't agree more. I, I was literally going to say the physical stuff, like maybe there's things to fix that a special teams coordinator may not see that a kicking coach or a former kicker would, but it's got to be more mental than physical now. It has to be. Right. I mean, because because a lot of these kicks, he's kicking way past the uprights. Yeah. <laughs> They're going way past the uprights and just – why left, right, right, whatever. But, you know, I, I think, it's, I mean, and, and granted, I, I know I can't go out there and kick the ball 50 yards. I Neither can't can I. get 30. Yeah. But but that's his job. But I know I could catch a punt. Mm -hmm. And I know I practiced at that. Right. And we had people who worked at it with us. And so I just think it's it's too, too big uh, a part of the game for us not to be focused on it and, and, and serious about getting that taken care of. And I'm not saying that we're not serious about it. I'm just, we just have to get that taken care of because if we don't, it's going to, it's going to uh, decide the outcome of some games. Yeah. Agreed. In the positive and the negative way too. Cause I mean, if you know, you figure it out, you could have a situation like week one last year where York kicks the Browns to a win, but if you don't, it might be the other way around, but it's good. It's good that we're on the same page with York, obviously special teams. And you talked about getting on the same page on offense, defense, special teams. We have come up with two X factors. Each of us, one on offense, one on defense for this season, 2023. Where do you want to start? You want to start on offense or defense? I will start on offense. Okay. Let's hear it. I want to hear who it is. So we know the obvious will be Deshaun. Yes. I'm yes. not going there. So I'm not my, either. My X factor is David and Joku. Ooh, I like that. Okay, explain, David elaborate. Because because I like because he can uh, take advantage of a lot of mismatches. He can be what Travis Kelsey is to Patrick Mahomes and go eleven personnel. He can be out there split out and doing different things against linebackers and safety because he has that athletic ability. I'm looking forward to him having a. a breakout Pro Bowl type of season. And and I think uh, in the way that they've been playing and, and looking as far as play calling, I think he'll have those opportunities. Yeah, I think he will too, for sure. I, I'm going to stick. I'll stay offense, and I'm going to stick on the pass game as well. I think if Deshaun wants to be successful, he's got to have a safety valve. I think that guy's going to be Elijah Moore. 
I think in the slot, we saw last week, the Browns put him in the backfield a couple times. They kept him in there and handed to him. They motioned him out. Like he's going to be all over the place. And I think he's going to be the guy that, you know, you're in a tough situation. Maybe you look to Amari Cooper if you like that matchup, but if you don't, where are you going to go? Maybe they go to Njoku, but I think he's going to look to Elijah Moore a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I think Watson can throw the ball well over the middle. It's again, the safety valve. Like I said, Elijah Moore is a good, good player. And I think, he was in a bad situation in New York the past couple of years and new situation, new quarterback, better quarterback, better offense. I think he's going to do very, very well with Deshaun. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that uh, pick at all. But, you know, it's, it's, I, I, hopefully they all complement each other. Yes, right? I think they will. Yeah, I, I think they will. And I think it has a lot to do with uh, the play calling as well and, and how Kevin chooses to use these guys and who's going to be the guy based on what a defense is giving him in that particular game. And so there, there's so many things that they can do offensively because all the people we have, we have Amari, we have Elijah, we have Njoku, we have DPJ, uh, Nick Chubb, of course, uh, mm-hmm. Dimitri, the way you can use him. And, of course, Deshaun throwing the ball and, and the ability to run if he has to. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, we go in there week in and week out game plan against uh, various defenses. Yeah, it will be very interesting, and they certainly have the players to do it offensively. And, you know, we think the trajectory is going like this. It's going up offensively. Let's just continue to hope. We can move to the defensive side of the ball. Who, you, who do you have on defense for the X Factor? You want to go first? I can go first. Go I, th- I think you may know who I'm going to pick. It's Dalvin Tomlinson. That's why I let you go first because it's the same yeah. person for me. But yeah. Go ahead. I mean, like, you, you think about what the Browns couldn't do last year on defense. to stop the run. Right. And I think that goes a lot of different ways. I think when people think about stopping the run, you say, yeah, you know, they're going to gash you for 30 yard touchdowns. And yes, that's the case. But if you can't stop the run on first down, you let them get in a second and, and medium or second and short. They can go take their shots there or get to a third and short. It's much easier to convert those than third and longs. Like you let an offense get ahead of the change. It's very, very difficult as a defense to, to continue to bounce back. And I think Tomlinson it ha- it has to be Tomlinson it's been years since the Browns have had a stopper like that and I think Tomlinson's going to be the guy this year I 100% agree that was that's my guy right there as well Devin Tomlinson because once once again we were gassed through the middle yeah all that last season and and so I'm expecting him and it doesn't have to be about him getting a lot of sacks or or even a lot of tackles it, it for me it's about him clogging it up and not yep. and not allowing the double team to come off him and get to a linebacker so they can get so they can make plays. So I'm looking forward to him to commanding a lot of attention in that middle and, and, and getting some push where it makes it easier for uh, uh, the linebackers and, and other guys on the D line. Yeah, agreed. He's got to eat the double teams, and I think he will for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so you he's know, a- he's a very good player. And so yeah, he is. We want him to, and, and 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 the I think with him being our X factor, I think it has a lot to do with uh, Jim Schwartz and how he has been so success- successful with his interior D lineman, right? Yeah. Wherever he's been, his guys have been successful in, in making plays, making them to the Pro Bowl and, and creating havoc for, a, for our offensive team. So couple those guys together, and, and I think we get what we want out of Dalvin Thompson. I think so too, 100%. If it wouldn't be Tomlinson for your X factor, let's go off the top of our heads here. Who would be your next guy? I'd probably say uh, Juan Thornhill. Ooh, okay. I like that. I know who you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? Uh, <laughs> JOK. 
Yeah, that's my guy. You know that. <laughs> but you I'm, do know that. I'm going to say Juan Thornhill because it's it's one of those situations where, once again, it's a it's a new coordinator. Um, we're we're going to attack offenses, offenses uh, di- differently than we did last year. And so now you have somebody coming from uh, a defense that has won that knows how to do it and, and can command that these guys get in the right place. I think he'll be the quarterback in, in that defensive backfield that will keep these guys. If we're in cover two, we're in cover two. If we're yep. in three, we're in three. Don't run over here just because you <laughs> see somebody. Yep. He, he, will, he will be back there to tell them and 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 keep them in the right place. And, I, and that's why I think he would be my second guy. Yeah, and honestly, I think I agree with you 100%. He's got to be the leader. And I think his job is going to help JOK a lot because when I look at JOK to me Jim Schwartz is just going to allow him to play fast and the less thinking the more just go shoot a gap or or go make a play the better for him and obviously you got Schwartz but you got Walker you got Thornhill too like all those guys will be able to help him just go play go play football don't think and yeah I think if he can do that he can be a game wrecker that that's my thing with him I think the Browns need a true game wrecker outside of Miles Garrett. And I honestly, I think they have that in Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith now. Right. But if you want to look past the defensive line, I think it has to be JOK almost. But yeah, Thornhill for sure. It's it's he's gotta be the leader. And he's a moderate moderately old veteran. Like he he's played in the league, he's seen a lot of stuff. It's gonna help. And and that's what I was gonna say when we're talking about Thornhill and, and Tomlinson, we're talking about veterans who have played at a high level. Oh yeah. Right. And so that's what I think we've been lacking. I mean, we had Anthony Walker, but he wasn't there last year. You know, he's a veteran, but he, and he we were expecting him to be our leader, but he wasn't there last year. And it's hard to lead when you're not actually on the field. Yep. And so now you get some, some guys who come from uh, winning organizations who played at a high level and are, are veterans. And so being, being such a young team, it makes it hard. It's hard to go out there and play and, and somebody just all of a sudden become a leader. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got veterans who know how to do it now who can can lead and actually teach other guys how to lead. So when they become veterans, they're, they're telling the young guys what to do as well. Yep. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. And we're only what, two and a half-ish weeks away from seeing those guys play on the field, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of this fake stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I mean, just the other day, I, I I was gonna watch the game. I was looking for it, and I found where I could watch it. And then they said delay. I said, "Oh, it's it's oh, Friday. Yeah. It's Friday. It's four or five o'clock in Seattle. It's happy hour. I'm, I'm not gonna Go, be looking. Please, I'm trying yeah. to find this game. I don't have <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to think like we because we're you're in Seattle. I'm back in Ohio. Like it, it's a different time time zone. I was at the game. Like I told you. And we took advantage of the happy hour before, walked over to the stadium, and we were just – thank God we, we were able to go back under the awning and wait for the game to start, but we were soaked. It was horrible. Yeah, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't seem fun at all, especially no. in a preseason game. No, definitely not. <laughs> I will say, though, once everybody came out for warm-ups, the, the lower bowl, at least, was pretty full. It was pretty cool. But after Deshaun and the starters went out, so did a third of the crowd. So it, it, was, uh, it, it, was, it was fun. So that just goes to show that everybody's waiting for the real thing come September 10th. And, yep. And of course, it's against the Bengals. So, oh yeah, really looking forward to it, right? Oh yeah. It's it's, it's like the first week of and and a, a measuring stick week one. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pretty good measuring stick too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it for sure. But 
by the time you guys hear this, the Browns will be playing tonight against Philadelphia. Like we said, DTR is going to start. A lot to look for there. Him, Cade York, some of the other offensive pieces as well. We appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can check out our socials below. Go Browns, guys. Eric, any last things you need to say? Just go Browns. Go Browns. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.